podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, good evening and welcome, as some of the once vaguely famous used to say. It's the latest edition of Live Birds and we're back. And um, and I have my normal muckers with me this time round. I have Molly and Randy. Um, we are a small but perfectly formed group this time to talk of all things Liverpool, the Champions League, Watford, Mo Salah and whatever else may take our fancy. So buckle up and listen in. How are you, ladies? Good evening. Very good, thank you. Good evening. Very good. Excellent. Excellent. Um. So let's let's start with the, the big the big news of the week. Um, after you know what happened last weekend, which we're not going to mention, um, <laughs> we then had the uh, Champions League draw, and you know looking forward to a massive away trip to a big European giant, and instead we got Man City. So um, thoughts. So let's start with you, Randy. What's your view? Champions League quarterfinal, Man City. Oh, well, I must admit I was a bit disappointed straight away. City, that was so boring. I mean, <laughs> we have played them. We're going to play them. You know, uh, the only offer is that, of course, we, we beat them last time. Uh, so we know each other. So all of that, you know, it's boring, I thought. And, and also for the fans that were travelling, I'm not, but people want it to travel, you know, is not that attractive, isn't it? I mean, an hour off the road. So, uh, <laughs> no, I was not very impressed with that one. But of course, thinking about it, let it sink in and stuff, I thought, well, maybe that's a good one. Maybe it's a, a good omen, a bit like, you know, Chelsea, the, the year, the last time. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's a bit like that, I think. So maybe it is a good one. Yeah. Molly, what, what was your reaction when you got, oh. when you saw or heard the draw? I was a bit devastated. Um, <laughs> I'm not lying. I still am. I was really, really <laughs> hoping for like a European giant at Anfield. And that's yeah. not what we've got. Um, so I was really, really <laughs> gutted. And I was actually, probably shouldn't say this, I was in the middle of teaching year 11s. My year 11s oh, yeah. doing, doing an assessment. And I was like, Dad, you've got to message me because I'm in the middle mm. of this, like, economy. So I just had my phone on the table completely silent and I could just see them it pinging up at the time. <laughs> and yeah. um, at the end of the assessment, all the year 11 boys started talking about it. Oh. I was like, that only happened <laughs> oh. at quarter past 11. You were in the middle of an assessment. Yeah. <laughs> how would you know? How would, how do you know? And so, and then they just went very, very quiet. Um, <laughs> but no, I was, I was, and I was really gutted when it, obviously you always want the home leg to be the second leg. Um, yeah. however, 
it turns out I'm actually on holiday for the second leg. So from a purely selfish perspective, that's worked out better for me. Um, cause I'm going to the home leg. Cause yeah. that's the day before I go away. <laughs> so I feel like I'm not missing out. Um, but I, I mean, I think I, there's not a team there. And I think we mentioned this on the last part. There's not a team that I don't think we can't beat. And I'm not scared about Man City. And I think that's been possibly, I think people have misunderstood when Liverpool fans have said they're disappointed with the draw. Cause I don't think we are scared of City by any stretch, but it is just that when, well, you know, when you can have Barcelona around field or Juve or, you know, any of the yeah. other teams. And it's just like you say, the lads from down the road, it is a little bit well, meh, <laughs> but yeah, it'll be, it'll be. It'll be a great atmosphere at Anfield, whatever. Uh, and I'm sure the travelling cop will uh, make it difficult at City as well. So, you know, there's no there's no worry about, you know, from that side of things. And I definitely think we can give them a... Uh, I, I think we can... We've, we've got a really good chance of, of going through. Uh, but I would have said that with anybody... Because I think the way we're playing at the minute, I think it's going to be, I think we have the potential to to be to take on anyone. And I, I so I agree with you on 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 a lot of what you said. And and I, <laughs> I, you know, I didn't want Man City. I wanted, like I said, I wanted Roma or Juve or Bayern Munich or or whoever. Um, but I don't think anybody wanted us. And. I think it's a bigger problem for City than I think it is for us because I do think, you know, everybody's sort of saying, you know, we are, you know, not by much, but we're probably the underdogs in the tie, um, which I think suits us. Um, also, historically, Klopp is the, is the most successful manager against Guardiola. Uh, I don't like the term winningist because it feels like some American clap chat, but he <laughs> is, he has the best winning record against Guardiola of, of all of the sort of, uh, managers that he's, he's had regular, uh, meetings with. Um, particularly you look at the, the, the Bayern Munich, Borussia Dortmund, um, period. So, so I also take confidence from that. No, I don't, I don't fear anybody. And, um, but, you know, going to Manchester is no treat for anybody. Um, <laughs> particularly, exactly. particularly not Liverpool fans. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and I think the, the thing that the other thing that sort of struck with me was, um, you know, Klopp saying, yeah, it's, it's a dream tie if you're Manchester United. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Which I thought, I thought, yes, that's quite, that's a quite sort of salient point. Um, so, you know, for, for them, it's a, it's a win-win because one of us are going to go out. But if you're going to win it, you know, if, if we get past Man City, um, you know, we are two games away from the final. And if, you know, if we, if we, if we don't Man City, I, I think that gives us a massive boost in terms of our potential chances of winning it. So 
I, I wasn't pleased with the draw, but then I saw that little picture on social media about uh, with City's general manager, the picture of his, his face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when <drew> Liverpool, <laughs> and he just thought, yeah, you're not happy about this, are you? Are you not at friend? all. Um, so, so that, that amused me. And, you know, uh, the bit that I suppose I just want, you know, keep our players healthy. It's interesting to see what we're going to do. And I'm sure we will come on to it because we've obviously got the derby in between the two legs. Funnily enough, as do City. So I believe, or is it that they got the derby after the second? Anyway. Regardless, we we both have local derbies, and for City, uh, they could potentially win the title. At, yeah. Well, if it's at the Etihad or Old Trafford, actually, but um, so that makes them quite interesting. I think you know you would never you would never play a weakened side in a derby, but but I think it will give Klopp some interesting selection ideas. On that, on the, because they've now moved it to the Saturday as well, to lunchtime, which of course he's not happy about. Either. He was very angry on that one. Yeah, well, he's basically saying that City get five hours, um, they get five hours more recovery time than we do in terms of playing on the Saturday because their game, we, we play each other on the Wednesday, then we have to play at half past 12 on Saturday and they play at half past five. That's yeah. what he's getting himself annoyed about. Um, and, and I, I get it, but, uh, you know, the Premier League and the clubs on which he sold their souls to the TV devils years ago <laughs> in terms of taking the money. So, you know, and, and the problem is, well, is it a problem? It is a problem sometimes. We're such a big club and we're so, people like to watch us. So, Pretty much every other game we play is televised. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. The last time we had a th- sort of Saturday three o'clock kickoff, and I don't know, was it Huddersfield or something? I can't even remember. So I was sort of rambling a bit now, but so, but it's not. So it's not the ideal draw, but you know what? You can only beat. The th- you, you, you have to potentially. I would rather face them now that I think we face them in the final, maybe. Yeah. But don't you think we need to win that game on in uh, at Anfield? Because if we we can't play any other game than winning the game. And uh, since they've got a home game, the last one, I think we can't play anything else than win the game by five in the first match and then go to them. And they have to. They've got the pressure and all that, you know. Is so, it? I, I mean, I think... Now, I'm, I've not been to City's newest, like their, their current ground. Mm. So I may be wrong, but technically, like, they're going to have the home advantage. Yes. We're only an hour away, so travel is, isn't going to come into it in any, no. in any shape no. or form for our, mm. our players. Like is is City that much of a fortress that no, it's that's not. gonna cause a, an issue? 
Just, so, I mean, just in terms of like winning, you know, being, yeah, you know, having this away. Um, sorry, being away second. I think both Klopp's gonna go out to win both games, but I, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know that that's as much of an advantage for City. For maybe, them, as, as, it, it, would, as it necessarily no, for that's us. That's really what I'm kind reversed. of getting at. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think I you're think, right. I, I don't know. I've, I've only ever watched the City games on the telly, so I might well be wrong about this, but I, I don't know that they have that and, and the power of... I mean, hopefully if we get a decent... Well, I mean, either way, but just talk about the, the ticket allocation being quite low. But I think either way, I think the travelling cop are going to be heard. Oh, and yeah. so I, I think that, you know, that advantage is, is not as heavy or weighted for City as it as it might be if they had come to Anfield for the second leg? I think um, so I think there's a couple of things on there. I'm presuming that they will bother to turn up for this game and actually fill the ground um, because let's face it, they they don't seem to be able to get particularly excited for, for, for most games now because it's become a little bit of a procession so mm. this but but they haven't won the champions league so they have no real history or or you know what what's the <laughs> what's the term of the day it's football legacy is it um <laughs> um so they have the you know they they don't have a, a history in europe per se um and they're trying to build one so i'm expecting them to kind of you know, turn up in force for that. But you're right, it's going to be nothing like Anfield on a European night. It won't, it won't hold the fear for us the way it potentially would hold the fear for other teams coming to Anfield for a European fixture. And I'd read something that the, the players, um, you know, were commenting about the atmosphere in the league game. Because it was quite hostile and intimidating and, and all the rest of it. Well, if they thought that was bad, <laughs> wait, until they, wait until they turn up for the Champions League, you know, escorting the coach, you know, yeah. the coach in with the flares, um, and with the noise. Um, it's going the, the atmosphere at, um, at Anfield is going to be incredible. Um, cause this is, you know, this is a big, this is a big deal for us. I think if we, this is what I was talking about this with my, with my friends, um, after the, the game, after the Watford game. And actually my friend Bob was saying he, he would love it to actually be a nil nil. He said, because I think that plays into our hands going to the Etihad. Now, clearly I would prefer a two, you know, two nil, three nil for anyway. But I do agree with him that a clean sheet is, is, you know, if we can stop them scoring, that, that makes a massive difference, I think, in terms of the second leg, uh, because clearly you, away goals comes into it. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I think we need to score in our first game. Yeah, but if we, but if we don't and they don't, mm-hmm. I think you know, we've got a slight advantage, mm. haven't we? When we've we got go a slight to... advantage yeah. because 
you could then go, okay, well, let, let, you know, let's go. If it's a, you know, if it's a 2-2 two, two or a 3-3 three, three or something. Yeah, yeah, that's it, it kind of plays to it plays to our you know if if it's nil nil and then we get a score draw at the other you know in the in the return leg that's good enough it doesn't mm. matter how you win as long as as long as you find a way yeah. to go through mm. don't get me wrong i'd love us to batter them four nil at home and then you know doesn't you know play whatever game we play at the etihad and it like say be two two three three whatever um i I'm, I think it might be the tie of the round. I don't, I don't, it, it could be anything. Neither team, however, is, is, is set up to, to, you know, to play for a one nil KG win. No. So, so I think there will be goals in it, whichever way, whichever way you cut it. Um, can I, ju- can I just yeah, say, I running. think, I think City are better at, uh, keeping a one nil or nil nil than we are. So that's why I think that we can't do anything else but try to sort of score goals. That's how we win games. And after uh, Virgil van Dijk's uh, entrance, we are actually better at closing at the back as well. So mm. that's why I think it's we we can only do what we are good at. So that's trying to score goals. So if we can have one or two goals at home and keep our goal clean in the other end, that would be absolutely amazing. But anything here, I think you're right because they haven't been able to fill the stadium uh, no. even in Champions League matches earlier on, and we know what's going to happen at Banfield. And uh, I, I, I will never forget that Villarreal match the last time around. So I was there and I was meeting mm. the bus in the streets for the flares, and it was just absolutely amazing. And I think we scared them shitless. You know, that entrance and the noise in the stadium is amazing. And uh, I must mention Man U match just for one thing, and that's to talk about how our fans was at um, Old Trafford, because that was absolutely amazing. And that new song around that they're singing, LA, LA something, uh, I think it's a bit weird song, but that doesn't matter. The thing is, it keeps going and going and going, so it was actually ringing around the stadium for ages, and it's such an important thing for the team. And apparently that it was all over the program for the last match at Watford as well. Uh, both Klopp and Hendo was like, wow, that was so important to us. And uh, hopefully they're going to realise when they come here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to it's going to be there's going to be a wall of noise, basically, is what it's going to mm. be when they when they come to Anfield. And and, you know, they haven't they've had Anfield. Or for a Premier League game, they've not had Anfield for Europe, and it is a, it's a completely different thing. Um, it's a different animal. And Mo- Molly, you, I'm a lot. What you say, Randy? You were at the Villarreal game. I, you know, I remember being at the the semi-finals with Chelsea in 2005 mm. and and that was just ridiculous. That was an ex- I can't intense experience wow. of my life. The intensity <laughs> like, of it, and and. Uh, yeah, I don't. It's really, it's really hard to describe if you if you weren't there. But you're, you know, the place was crackling, mm. right? There was a there was an energy, a, a, an electricity. The as people you, were hysterical. As you were like you ground. can't, like. No. And I was with my dad always banging on about it, Saint Etienne. Yeah, and, and I've had like, my friends go on about yeah. Saint Etienne, and I wasn't <laughs> and there. And after that game, that was my Saint Etienne. He was like. Yeah. 
that was like more intense like that I after the game I pay admittance I was only like 16 at the time Mm. But after that game, when because we had like the six minutes of extra time, and like yes. you say, it was so intense and it was just crazy. Like when the final whistle blew, I cried so hard. <laughs> oh, My yeah. dad grabbed hold of me and went, "Molly, you do know that we won." <laughs> oh, bless Because it just like it built up but so it, much. You had and to I, let the emotion out. Somehow. I was just sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not a crier. I've never been a crier. But oh. I was just, just like, and he was like, Molly, Molly, we did win. We won. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, let's hope you can cry again. Yeah, for the same reason. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we know, we know this, we know this is this two massive games coming up. Of the other ties, um, which ones? Which ones do you do you do you like the look of? If if you weren't going to be at Liverpool, Man City, what would you be watching? Hmm. I can't remember what they are. They've got Real Madrid Juventus, which is a replay, obviously, of the final. Yeah. I think uh, that that would be the one for me. Yeah. Maybe, oh, maybe maybe <coughs> Barca Roma. So you've got Barcelona and you've got Bayern Munich uh, against Sevilla. Yes. Barcelona, I'll say. I think that okay. could be quite intense, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I, I think Real Juve. I'm not just. I'm just thinking out loud now. I need to. I need to collect my thoughts. I think. He's <laughs> 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 listening to me whitter on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I would like, I would like Juve to beat Real Madrid. Uh, um, I'd like, you know, I would like just because I can't bear to see Ronaldo anymore. Uh, <laughs> but also, you know, I'd like, I'd like Buffon to to keep his dream alive for a little bit longer. Um, in terms of being able to win the Champions League, so. Um, <laughs> Just to be yeah. quashed at a later date. Well, exactly. <laughs> because we're going to play, well, potentially if we meet them, By we will beat them. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so, but, you know, hope is hope is the thing that kills you, right? Um, <laughs> but, but I, I, I do. So, so that I would like to just just get rid of Real Madrid. I don't want them winning it again. You know, if if we aren't there. Um, you know, if we don't get to the final, I, I can't bear the thought of Real Madrid running it again. So I would like to have somebody else. Um, you'd argue that Barcelona are probably the form team because if you look at Real Madrid in La Liga, I mean they're languishing in fourth or something. Yeah, that's weird. They're having a terrible season domestically. Um, but yeah, I think I think the yeah, I think Juve, um, Bayern. I mean, it's interesting because Bayern are about 20 points clear in Bundesliga. Barcelona are about eight points clear in La Liga. Um, Juve are about four points clear in Serie A. City are obviously, whatever it is, 15 points clear yeah. in the Premier League. So, 
on the face of it, you'd say, well, those should be the four that go through. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. I'd like, I'd like Barca to go through because, because you- I'd like to come across them. Yeah, exactly. In the final? Yeah. Yeah. And then we have Either. to beat them because we can't let Coutinho sit there, you know, with his little smirk, <laughs> smirky smile. That's not going to happen. You know, it's not even because it's the, it's the, I think the way in which Barcelona as a club have handled themselves. Yeah. Like, that's a lot I'd you. like to, yeah, like just Stick fuck it. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it, as I say, it's not even Coutinho, like the, no. him, it's the club that I want to beat. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 yeah, all that more than a club shit. They've been yeah. some of the stuff that they've been pulling over the last few years. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay. So, so we, we, we await with interest the 4th of April, uh, anticipation is building now because we've got another fucking international break to suffer through until we can actually play that game, um, and hope that nobody gets injured in the intervening period. Yep. Yeah, um, but, but prior to this international break, uh, FA Cup games notwithstanding, um, we played Watford uh, on Saturday <laughs> and um, gave, gave them a little bit of a schooling um, via Egypt. And um, <laughs> Randy, tell me, did, were you watching the game and were you making notes? I was. I was watching it and I was making notes and I was, I've been a bit sloppy on the note business, but I was willing to jump in my seat here because it was three minutes. And that mm. beautiful first goal when he was just, just people were ending on their arse, weren't they? Because it, it, they can't stand <laughs> how Mo is doing things. It's amazing the way he just, and I, I felt that because before that match, I thought, well, this is a revenge match, not on what for, but mm. to our fans and to, to themselves, I think, because they, none of us were happy about what happened last weekend. And we were slow, we were not pressing, we were passive in the other game. Uh, and this time around, we were quick, we were pressing, we were having loads of energy. And you could just see on Mo's face, because he didn't score, did he, from one no. match. And people were talking about, oh, he's got a drop now. No, 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 he's going to, you know, fall apart. He was actually going to score three goals. And I said it before that match. He is going to score three goals. And he was more than so. And, and and after three minutes, I thought, yeah, this is going to be one of those, you know. You never know <clears throat> because they had one. What did have one in the bar, didn't they? Um, Me in the second half, yeah. Yeah, okay, not until they had um, they had a, a header, I think, earlier on with Charleston or or something in the first half, I think. But I yeah. don't even know if it was on target. And I think. They had one other shot which Carrius sort of, you know, went down in increments and sort of lay on. Um, but, but that was yeah. all I could remember in terms of Watford's attack. You know, and they were very, they were very honest and, you know, kind of, you know, they kept at it. I, I have to say, I don't think they were very good, but, uh, but, 
by the same, you know, it's that whole thing. You can only you can only play who's in front of you. Um, so what, what was there something particular you were doodling or writing as this, uh, <laughs> as this unfolding? Well, looking back, it's um, first of all, I said as I said, I said beforehand, it's going to be a yeah. hat trick, and uh, it's terrible weather, snowing and everything, and and the wind. And as we remember, Molly, the wind last time around when we were there for Newcastle, it was absolutely terrible. And this time it around, it looked worse. But it looked even worse now. And with yeah. the snow, I thought it's going to be people falling about all the time. It's going to be ridiculous. But it was not a match like that when I watched it on telly. It actually looked quite good from our perspective. And Klopp said afterwards that the only guy that seemed to keep his feet and be, you know, playing as if it was a sunny afternoon somewhere else. Uh, it, it was Mo, you know, he was amazing. So, uh, again, loads of hearts and stars for Salah, obviously, you know, Egyptian king singing along, LA, LA. <laughs> I'm, I'm writing down all these things as I think about them during the way. And then, of course, I'm having some uh, fuck offs and stuff like that. And then I was really, really impressed by the high line. We were offending, uh, no, sorry, defending yeah. a free kick from uh, Watford. And with our high line in that defense, it was like, are oh, you absolutely crazy? I, I was re- writing down. And then afterwards, <laughs> of course they're not. Look at what that happened. Three of theirs were in offside. So, I think we're actually getting along with our defence, and that's very, very nice. So most stars, most uh, hearts this time around. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Molly, did you pick up that that two of the goals you scored yesterday were with his apparently redundant right foot? Mm, I know. And the first one, and is it the third one? Yeah. No. I can pitch them all, but I can't remember the order. No, I think the third one, <laughs> when he fell over, that was his left foot. But yeah, oh, the second one, the cross from Robertson, he tapped yeah. that. In his yeah, mind. he tapped. Yeah. Well, I think that like none of the goals, like like he scored four and assisted, and that, but even the assist, I thought was really impressive. Like they they weren't sloppy goals by any stretch and. No. You know, the one where he's kind of falling over. And like you say, you know, yeah. you could say that it's, it's you know, it's potentially a lesser team. Yeah, there was three players there and the keeper. And as he's yeah. falling to the ground, he still scores. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, um, yes, he's still got the presence of mind to, to, yeah, to, to, to just to keep going. It and I know, and I think, I, de- I don't really want to mention last week that much but no, you know he's not a why. player that's going to go you know easily go down in the box and I think people no. last week were thinking well if he'd have gone down he's, he's got a penalty yeah. but he's got he's not thinking about that and I think you could see that I'm not saying by any stretch that it was a penalty this time but as he's falling he's still yeah. thinking where can I put this ball and so he's he's like not the player that you know that is going to be doing um, you know, he's, he's no looking Deli for Ali, penalties or looking for fouls. He is looking to score goals. Mm. And we saw yesterday, you know, the kind of 
you know what what that will bring for us um because that's that's his mindset completely uh, and I say even I think the assist that he got for Firmino a lot of players would have let that ball run out yeah I would argue but actually he chased it down caught back in and crossed the ball into to, to Firmino he, you know he's He's so hard working and like you say, just this constant presence of mind. How can I score or how can I get this ball to somebody else to score? Um Yeah. And obviously he's very good at it as well, which helps. <laughs> but you know, that that's always there and I think he, that's why you know he is top scorer. Yes, but his first his first ever hat trick um for us. And uh, considering the amount of goals he's already scored this season, um, because there have been a couple of games where he's had two and then I think he's actually been subbed off. So yes. he's had a chance. And, and bearing in mind, you know, he's now on 28 goals, 28 Premier League goals, I think 36 in total. Um, we, we were talking about him earlier in the season about he was great, but he was a bit profligate. You know, he needed five chances to score yeah. a goal. Um, so, and, and he had four sh- shots against Watford and scored four goals. So, <laughs> you know, if, if he's clearly been working on his finishing, do you think, you know, it's, it's, it's an utterly, you know, it's an utterly magnificent performance, but I do think there's a, there's a, you know, maybe pe- a couple of people who aren't maybe getting the, some of the credit for that. So one of which is Sadio Mane, um, who, you know, was pretty much involved in almost every goal in one way, shape or form that we had yesterday. Um, so, you know, set up one, made the pass to Robertson for the second, um, you know, was pulling, was creating space defenders away was kind of involved for, for my mind anyway was involved in such of the good things that we did um bobby was bobby um, <laughs> <laughs> crazy silly bastard that i love it's a cheeky little so-and-so um, isn't he <laughs> oh he is a cheeky little so-and-so and that was another, that was another no look as Absolutely. well he's got four <laughs> yeah I know, but it was just, it was just, it was such a thing of beauty. And, and it's that, it's that understanding between those three, I think is, is, is incredibly important. But also, I think the relationship between Mane and Robertson on the left, um, is really starting to bear fruit now. I, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what, what you think, but, but to my mind that, you know, we probably talk a bit about the defence, but I just think, I just think that's, that's coming on leaps and bounds in terms of them understanding and the opportunities that, that potentially gives us. Um, I mean, I don't, did, did, is, did you, did you think somebody stood out more than, than Mane for you yesterday? I mean, putting Salah aside for a minute, because clearly, you know, it's just kind of four goals nonsense. But um, who? So let me let me rephrase that. Then I'll come back to you, Molly. Other than Salah, who stood out for you yesterday? Uh, that's a really difficult question because there are a lot of, like you said, like, like Manny certainly 
Um, for me and you, certainly. Uh, but I think that's kind of to be expected now. Um, mm. I think Robertson, and I know you've mentioned him already, um, but I think he is doing such a superb job, both defensively and um, in terms of creating chances as well. Um, he, But again, I, th- I think that's to be expected. And I don't think... Apart from last weekend, I think these players, like, I, ex- I expect to see this type of play for them now. Because I think, I know, I know what you're saying about Robinson and Mane kind of on that mm. left hand side, but I think mm. the team as a whole is much, like, is gelling really, really well. And so these, like, exceptional performances, we're seeing them most weeks from a lot of these players. Um, yeah, it's it's do, do one see, of those. Do you know what it's like? I'm saying all I the do. players that I think I've mentioned before, but they yeah. just keep getting better and better. And I think it is because that they, they they just seem to be gelling really well as as a yeah. team and working as and like you say, understanding each other and not just the front three. I think a lot of them. I think even like Henderson's come back. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't. I'm not going to say he's the best player on the pitch, but he just seems to have fit right in. Um, and I think it's probably been a bit more offensive, maybe than we're used to. Um, mm. And like that's great to see as well. Like to see him come back uh, and and be kind of a like because often with Henderson before he's taken a a, a bit of time to warm back up if you like needs a bit of game time and I, I don't think he has this time round. when he's played he's fit right in as I said been much more offensive uh, and I don't know whether it's just like there's a mindset within the team yeah. and a better mm-hmm. understanding amongst them I think um, I think Henderson's an interesting one because he he generates huge amounts of, of, of traffic in terms of, um, you know, a lot of the time sort of quite negative traffic. People always this, he just passes sideways, it's da 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 da. I think he gives us a different sort of energy in midfield. The other thing I think is that they've been, I think the, the sort of the medical staff and all the rest of them, in managing him really well back from this injury. So he hasn't been playing two games a week or whatever. He's only been playing you know, he plays a, a game and then he gets pretty much almost a week's rest. Um, so yeah. I think, I think that's helped as well. Cause I think but I know, I know what you're saying about like, um, he brings something different. He's like, you know, if he's on the pitch. Yeah. If that and makes I, sense. Cause yeah, he, no, it, it does. And I also think that, so, so for me, because, because he is kind of like a, he works, he, he plays better when he's, you know, he's doing that press and, and that whatever and kind of running around a lot. And I think in terms of him coming back from this injury, I don't think he can do that twice a week at the moment. So I think you get the best out of him by, by managing yeah. it that way at the moment. I, much as, as you said, you know, I, I'm not saying he's the best midfielder in the world. Um, but in terms of, you know, who we, at the moment, you know, we've got him, Milner, Ginny, Chan, 
um, uh, you know, Oxide Chamberlain, really, yeah. you know, a, um, a kind of, you know, mixing and matching in that group. And, and like I said, we, we're not really going to touch on, on last weekend, but, you know, that was maybe the only game I would say in any way that you could have seen maybe what Coutinho might have given us in that, yeah. in that game. But, but outside of that, I, I genuinely don't think we've missed him. I mean, but he's, he's a quality player. So, you know, you, you'd want players like that in your squad for big games. But, but outside of that one, I don't think it's made. I don't, I don't think he's been as big a loss as people thought he was going to be. I and think there are a lot of players playing better since he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. They, I agree on that. Up. Yeah. It's like, taken on, yeah. taken on additional responsibility. Um, Randy, you talked about, um, Virgil and, yeah. uh, sort of what, you know, what we've, what we started to see since he's come into the side. So, so let's just talk a little bit about the defense then. Um, because, you know, whisper it quietly. I think <laughs> we, we've, we've, we're starting to see uh, something that, that people, well, I think we've been noticing and other people haven't necessarily is how much more solid we are. And one of our bugbears for years was fullbacks. And we may just on both sides have a couple of really decent fullbacks. Absolutely. Um, I still think we need a new centre back, um, and or, you know, for, for Gomez to get a decent run in there. But if you look at Robertson and Moreno, Alexander Arnold Gomez and Clark, who can all play right back, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know quite how it's happened where we, we that's almost without us looking, noticing. <laughs> but, but, but we appear to be uh, getting defensively really quite solid. Yeah, and I think that you can look at last night. Uh, both uh, Virg- Virgil and Matip was very good, I thought. Uh, and sometimes I've, we've lacked that passing from Coutinho, obviously. Uh, mm. These days, uh, Virgil is doing it. He is having some brilliant passes through the whole midfield up to the wingers or to the, to the top of the midfield. He is spreading them out sometimes. That is absolutely amazing. And I've also thought, who is going to do our free kicks? Who is going to do mm-hmm. our, you know, thingy bobs when, when, um, Coutinho is not there? And actually, apparently, because I've seen some videos, uh, Virgil can do them as well. Uh, he is actually quite good at putting them up in the top corner and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm really, really happy to see that. And Martip, I thought, was much better this time around and much better than the match we're not going to mention, uh, the other guy. Uh, <laughs> so it was very comfortable. Of course, we were playing Watford, but then again, they were pressing, they were going for it. And we were actually <clears throat> calm at the back. We were having a plan. And uh, speaking about plan, I actually think that Gomez is going to be in the middle, in the centre, in the future. He's not going to continue being a right back. 
he's going to be one of those coming in next to Virgil, and hopefully that's going to click and be okay. But I'm, I think I'm, you're right. We need another one as well so that we're actually stacked up. But it is looking so much better. And I think I saw something on on Twitter, Molly. It, it said something like, we, "We've we've conceded one goal from a set piece in the last twenty two games, or something, or 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 the in the you know in the goal in the last there's only been one from a set piece in the last twenty two goals, or something." I'm probably mm. misreading the stat, but but th- that was another people go oh Liverpool and set pieces yeah and you know and forgetting that nightmare against West Brom in the FA Cup um actually I feel I don't feel the way that I felt earlier in, you know earlier in season yeah. watching us defend set pieces <laughs> yeah like a corner like, doesn't make me yeah. go cold anymore no like it used to be panicking <laughs> it um, was and and that's but haven't you found that that's a gradual thing because I, I didn't realize yeah. I wasn't feeling this, as tense as I was. It's something that's that's been a slowly growing realization. Yeah. Definitely, and I think you know Verdi's got you know a lot to do with that. I think he clear you know we've now got you know a defender clearing things first time with his head, mm-hmm. which we're not used to seeing. But also, like, he's so vocal and he organises everyone and he's mm. shouting at everyone. And I think he's obviously just such a presence there that, yeah. pe- like, the players around him, and I think Carrius included in this, are probably a lot calmer because someone is there taking control of the situation. And so, you know... One player and, you know, yeah, he was really expensive and yeah, they were saying, you know, one player is not going to fix your defence. Well, he's made a massive impact and, you know, they are better around him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that's it. what we need. And I think we said it all along, you know, is, you know, not to like slag Mignolet off, but he wasn't, you know, he should have being the one who's experienced enough to take control of our back four vocally mm. and organise them. And that's not something he ever did. And Virgil's come in and done that. And yeah. that has made the difference. As well as, obviously, as a quality defender. Um, yeah. That helps. But just <laughs> his, like, is kind of taking the lead on that. And I suppose his experience um, as well. Um but yeah, it, it was gradual, and it was it was always going to be gradual. But definitely, um, he's made a huge impact on the players that we already had. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the, that is the mark of a very good player. If you come in and make the players around you better, um, yeah. So it's not it's not just what you can do; it's the impact you also have on your on your teammates and I think he he's he's definitely added solidity he's added organization um mm. and and he is he's he's the he is the clear leader of that defense having been here for you know however long um you know a couple of months basically but but it is it, it you know it's it's like night and day and and we will still improve further but but it, it is that 
oh, I, I don't I don't feel quite as sick as I used to feel <laughs> no. every time we give away a free kick or a corner. <laughs> um, and we're also giving away fewer of them as well, is the other thing. And I think that comes down to it as well, like they're, they're much calmer, so they're not mm. flying in um, and yeah. making as many <laughs> silly mistakes because no one knows who's supposed to mark him or be in this or who's out of position. You know, yeah. that control of the back four um, is meaning people are in position, people are not panicking or they're panicking less, they're not flapping and they're not making silly mistakes. No, it's uh, it's quite refreshing, really. Um, <laughs> to, feel, to feel reasonably calm when we're, when we're watching our own team defend. What a refreshing change. Um, so... So we've obviously got, um, like some really, really big games, um, coming up in the, in the next few weeks. Um, we've got, you know, quarterfinal, home and away leg against City. We've got the Derby. Crystal Palace as well, isn't it? The next. Oh, yes. I, well, yes, the, the return of the owl-faced twat. Yes. <laughs> um, my, so my, my only concern about that, so, you know, we've been doing fine away from home, although Selhurst Park is not one of our favourite grounds. My only real concern about that is that, uh, you know, they'll be desperately scrapping for points. You've got, you know, Ben Teke will decide to have his one good game a season against us and they've got Zaha back. But, but yeah. to my mind, that will be as much of a test as the Champions League because Actually, when you look at Palace's recent games against Man U and Spurs as well, whilst you could argue, you know, they were hanging on at the end of both of them, they actually took it to them, scored goals and were leading for, for vast majorities or, or at least getting a point out of those games. So, so that's not going to be, you know, yes, they're, they're kind of scrapping at the bottom end of the table, but anybody wander up and think that's going to be easy game is, is, is an idiot. So that actually would be the one. I, I'm not worried about the derby because we'll always be up for the derby. I'm not worried about the Champions League. The only one I, I it's not the mentality. It's how we, it's how we would start the game. I think that that's yeah. the one that that's the only one I'm thinking. Mm, mm. That is also. I'm, yeah. And it's also straight after international break, isn't it? So yes. that means, and we, we have had a bit of a struggle with those matches, apparently. Uh, and of course, everyone has to come back healthy and exactly. uh, fit for fight, so hopefully. Um, and they've got Sarko back as well. Remember him? They do. They do. He they was actually playing well the other day, and I was thinking, "Fuck off!" Just before we meet them, you know, they're all gonna <laughs> cling together. And <laughs> exactly. All of their players team. back from injury. Yeah. <laughs> and they had they had one whole team out with uh, injuries, and now yeah. they're still, of course uh, perfectly coming back all of them. But I, I'm sure that if we are up for it, as you said, if we really think, well, this is the Champions League right now, let's yeah. do it. And uh, we're all healthy. We, we should be able to. But they are desperate, so it's not We've easy. We've got the talent to do it. It's not about not having the players. It's no. about turning up 
with the right frame of mind and and hopefully everybody healthy and then executing the game plan because they will they are desperate for points um clearly their win against Huddersfield has pulled Huddersfield and um whoever else um sort of back into the mix as well I can't forget who's below Hudder because it's all so tight down there but um West Brom but West Brom are a, his, a history um, yeah they're out of it yeah, I mean, they're, what have they, 10 points from safety or something? They they've managed to win a game all season, pretty, pretty much. I'm not, I'm not even included in West Ham in the, in the, in the thing. You've got Southampton, um, if they've got Mark Hughes there, you've got, uh, yeah. Carlos West Ham, uh, with, uh, David Moyes, the football genius. Um, who else is down there? <laughs> I can't even remember. Um, but it's all really, really tight. So yeah, if if I if I was worried about any game in the next three or four weeks, that would be the one. But I must put my positive pants on, as one yes. of them would say, <laughs> and go. We we can do this. We've got this. Um, it's in our hands. And um, you know what? The next time we speak. We could be in the semi-finals of the Champions League. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> let's just do that then. That'd be nice. Let's, let's just do that. And I think yeah. that's actually a pretty damn fine point to stop on. So, dear listeners, fingers crossed that will come to pass. And the next time we talk to you, we will be Champions League semi-finalists. Um, regardless, enjoy the ride because we're going to. Um, thanks for listening and we will talk to you again very soon. Thank you and goodbye. Life goes on day after day. Hearts torn in every way So fairy, cross the mercy Cause this land's the place I love And here I'll stay Sports Social Podcast Network